The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 40 of How You At You. It's your girl Shinny's from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking about the hottest K-topics, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, yeah, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you use the hashtag How You At You, or you can follow us on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax. And let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment, per usual, is Hot Topics. So this is where we're going to give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's happened over the past week or so. So Shanice, what's been going on? So yes, let me tell you about three stories, girls. So oh my gosh. we're going to be talking about BTS. And okay. basically, the headline is BTS and fans are accused of making charts useless. <laughs> child i'm already over this anyway an article written by music site stereogum debates about the state of the music charts and bts's billboard chart successes basically saying that the pop music charts are essentially useless the author tom brehan i think that's how you pronounce it talks about the successes of dynamite savage love remix with jason derulo life goes on and now their recent number one butter quote Butter made it to number one almost entirely based on the sales of discounted digital singles. Butter did get a lot of streams. It didn't get as much as any of the three most popular songs from Olivia Rodrigo's debut album. So Butter, like the big BTS hit hits that precedes it, sits at number one right now, mostly because BTS have effectively mobilised their tireless fan army. He does talk about BTS not being the only artists benefiting from from fans dedication so he mm-hmm. talks about 6 9 and Travis Scott weaponizing their self-aware fan bases to push unremarkable unmemorable single, singles to number one his mm-hmm. words not mine they did this by you know merch bundles etc although Brehan does not deny BTS's talent or accomplishments which kind of you know contradicts itself but mm. we go on um, he feels their fans organized efforts are making charts less accurate and then he this is another quote organic popularity once was the driving force behind pop music barely feels like it exists anymore instead the pop charts are turning into a battlefield of warring stan armies of course a lot of the response of fans flock to Twitter to discuss this, me included, mainly disagreeing. Mm. And I just personally think that this is hate towards BTS at this point because yeah. music, business, charts, whatever, is based never, on. <laughs> they've never been organic. Let's go back to, uh, listen, you, you can even take Dream Girls as an example. I know that's fictional, yeah? Mm. But you have labels paying DJs to spin their tracks. So it's in circulation. Even before the whole streaming era, there's been fans that would go out and they will buy 10 physical copies of the same single, the same Mm. album. That's not quote-unquote organic. 
So I just feel like once BTS are now, you know, playing the game, yeah. now it's a problem. It's an issue. And that acting like bts have just popped up out of nowhere which you can argue exactly. that this olivia this olivia rodrigo girl i'm sorry like she's talented or whatever but um, there's some industry plant business going on i'm sorry i'm sorry it, i'm just i'm just throwing it out there bts have been around for what eight years i, I don't know so, why this yeah. is, like why is they've been putting in the work i'm sorry i'm so i feel like as much as people like to rag on and diss armies or whatever i feel like this is the most organic because at the end of the day it's all like no one knows who bts are mm. or no one knows who bts fans are and they're always getting number ones and you could be like mm, this don't make no sense people exactly. generally love them yeah no i i completely agree with you and i feel like it's it's quite sad that this conversation keeps coming round because once again things charting and whatever's trending or most popular is just based on whatever people consuming the most right it doesn't mean that it's gonna fit your um your personal taste or it's gonna be the best song ever but if you're trying to say that their achievements or their fame and their hype and how active their fans are is kind of fake or I, I I don't know. It's like a very weird statement for him to make, especially using the example of the Olivia, Olivia girl, who's very new to the industry as far as I'm aware, because I know that she was on Disney's remake of High School Musical and then she had the something driving song and then she's had a few other that one but like i don't it just seems a bit weird and there are so many industry plants especially in the west and then you have groups like bts who get organic reach and engagement and dedication from fans and then you're sort of trying to penalize them for their success it's it's all a bit it's so stupid and it, it kind of reminds me of do you remember <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I feel like I bring up Nicki Minaj a lot in this <laughs> podcast. But do you remember she was doing like the whole Queen Radio thing, and mm -hmm. like she was really angry at Travis Scott because I think Queen went to number two and his album was number one. And I think the only reason, the only <clears throat> not disregarding Travis Scott and his successes, but the push for it was he had his tour and then. In his merch bundles as well, you get you buy the album, you get the album yeah. as well, which is like another album sale. And then I think the tour, I don't know if it came with an album as well. And then obviously Kylie was promoting it yeah. and said, "Oh, she's gonna bring, she's gonna bring Stormy on the tour," which then because of Kylie's popularity as well. And when she was saying this, people were looking at her like she's crazy. No, and the thing is, as I said. Going back to BTS, as soon as they start playing the game, it's a, it's a problem. Why? You, we never, we've never had this conversation many years ago. But you never had this conversation so when weird. Six Nine is number one, where like he is problematic. AF. Exactly. Oh my gosh, there are where so many these, problematic people. There are so many problematic people that get like they can just do whatever they want. But a lot of those people, they're like paying for a ton of stuff. Um, sometimes they even fabricate um, views and streams and things like that. Whereas we don't know the business side of what happens in um, Hybe and Big Hit and everything and what um, Big Hit does to prepare for comebacks and stuff. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the pushing for BTS's comebacks and just what they do in general are from their fans. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting like genuine people's opinions about something like i understand if oh we don't see much like fan interaction online and they seem to always be trending so something's not adding up but if you crunch the numbers it all adds up 
Exactly. It doesn't mean you have to like them. It doesn't mean that they make your kind of music or every song's going to be your kind of song, but you can't deny what they're doing. Another point that this author made as well was like, oh, Butter and Dynamite sound very similar, whatever. And I'm just like, really, truly, they don't. And Mm. secondly, okay, yeah, they could be like cousins, right? Yeah. (laughs) In terms of similarity, right? But it's like, okay, if something works, why would you then go, hmm, Dynamite works? You know what? Let me throw, up a, throw out a hip-hop track. Does that, that doesn't make no damn sense. Mm. So take it to social media. If you're posting a particular picture and everyone likes pictures of your kneecaps, why would you start taking pictures of your elbows? Not that the kneecaps. It doesn't make any sense. It's like every mm. time like BTS5, it's like, hmm, this is weird. That's suspicious. No, it's not. Let <laughs> us know what you guys think as well, because we would love to know, because we could talk about this for ages. Mm. So moving on, Ravi apologizes to Red Velvet regarding a new song, and he's planning to remove this particular song from music sites. So on the 3rd of June, Vic's member Ravi released his album title Roses, which included a song titled Red Velvet. Many expressed discomfort at the lyrics, such as... I think I actually have the lyrics. I'll Mm. read them to you real quick. So these are the lyrics that were causing uproar. I take a bite out of a red velvet. I can't hold it back anymore. Stop testing me. I take a bite out of red velvet because I know you love me. Take a bigger bite. Drip, it's dangerous. Push that hat down for me. Flip, babe, turn around, show me your back, babe. <laughs> Girl, don't choke. <laughs> Continuing. You and I shouldn't be in the same room by ourselves. I got no place else to go. Round and round we go. Dumb, 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 dumb. I think there's like, okay. So that's just like a quote from one of the lyrics that caused uproar. Um, also in the songs, there's lyrics that refer to Red Velvet song titles so dumb 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 as you heard and mm. Russian roulette and there's also lyrics that include wordplay with the names of group of the red velvet group members as well okay so there was a lot of people that were like upset about it especially i think ravi collaborated with one of the members i think it was yuri i mm-hmm. think on a track but i could be wrong um, but anyway, he did release a statement on the 4th. I'll just basically summarise what the statement is because I'm not reading it there. <laughs> he basically apologises to Red Velvet and the agency staff and he did say that he directly apologised to them as well through a phone call. He apologises to his fans and that his apology in his eyes was a bit late. Um, he also said that he'll be reflecting and that he shouldn't be so careless and that he didn't think it would cause such discomfort to many people. Um, quote, this was a song aiming to express a sweet and bright energy, but because of a, a particular group was mentioned, I think I hold responsibility as a person who wrote the lyrics for the emotion felt by the artists and their fans. As a result, he is removing the song from all music sites and he says to just bear with him as the process may take some time. So, mm. yeah. I think, yeah, unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's a word wordplay situation in the sense of, you know, Red Velvet is not just the group. It's yeah the flavour, the cake yeah, yeah. or whatever. 
I think maybe if he wrote the song and then if he did send it, if he does have a close relationship with Yuri or whoever, if he did send this to SM or whatever and they had a look, I don't know if he would have got a response because I don't know how things work. Yeah. But if they were fine with it, could have flown with it. I don't know. I feel like sometimes... I don't know how I feel about it because I can see where people are a bit outraged but at the end I'm like are people reaching because it could have just been like I don't think he was talking about Red Velvet the group okay yes he does reference their title tracks and okay he mentions members Mm. but I just feel like it was more of like a wordplay situation yeah I do agree with that I feel as though him being an artist that's been in the industry for a while you know how things work out there so you would just check in somehow or at least like even your team I think would suggest something like that if you know like certain things can be sensitive because I think if that happened in the West, like if we think of examples like, I don't know, Nikki and Drake, they might wordplay or like have like wild playful comments about each other. But it's what's sort of acceptable in the West is maybe different. But I guess with the whole Nikki and Drake thing, I think it's different because they have a close relationship. So I guess, what I'm yeah, saying it's different, is yeah. If, if they don't have one, if you don't have a close relationship, so you should have reached out. Okay, and... We can even take um, the Kanye West famous song, right? So mm-hmm. I think in the video, there's like like realistic mannequins or dummies of like famous people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think there was like an, a clip from like the Kardashians like years ago. I think he had like a line referencing Taylor Swift. And he actually called her and was like, oh, this is what I say. Is that fine? And she's like, yeah, that's cool. Even though years later... Oh, she did backtrack, but it's like, he did say it was fine at the time. Yeah, it was like just um, checking in, yeah. It's just the whole checking in thing. But then I guess, as you said, it's a different society, so uh, I don't know. But his yeah. apology seems genuine, and I guess he just has to be more careful. Minzy is making a comeback! Oh. So on the 6th of June, 21 member Minzy's... Minzy's? Wow. Minzy's, you know, Minzy. So her agency, MZ Entertainment, which I think is her agency, released a statement announcing her comeback in July. MZ Entertainment revealed that Minzy has been working hard preparing a new single album, which is scheduled to be released in July. Following its release, it's also said that she'll be actively promoting this single album. The agency also teased that this single album is Going, it's going to have a vibrant song that is perfect for summer. Ooh, nice. So, so yeah. So yeah, that's hot topics. Hot, hot topics. If there's any stories that stood out to you that you want to comment on, then, you know, hit us up or whatever. We can converse and all of that. I'm moving on to our next segment called Say What? you send your unpopular opinions dilemmas hot tea and now games Ooh. you can send that all to our email howutea at gmail.com that's howutea at gmail.com so Shay, take it away thank you so our very first unpopular opinion for today is to be honest the whole bts mcdonald's meal thing is so beeping stupid (laughs) and i don't get the hype and some of y'all take it too seriously it's scary i low-key agree but i don't think this is like an army issue i feel like yeah yeah a fun issue because i saw the same thing when travis scott had his meal Mm. because i can understand the hype if it was like completely new products like 
it was like the Jimin burger, which is nowhere else on the menu. Or the only thing that's different is basically the dips. Cause yeah, the still- dips. And isn't it? I think I swear I might be making this up. I saw like promo of like a purple drink or something. I, okay, I don't know about the drink because mm. I swear this um, meal was meant to come with a Sprite. So I don't know where a purple drink came into this. I don't know. But I could be wrong. So basically the only original thing is the dips and maybe you get a purple bag because I was hyping about this purple bag, which is not even purple. It's just brown with bits of purple. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Let's be real. Some people Um, just got McDonald's bags. (laughs) And like, they're proper bags about it. But it's just nuggets and fries. And okay, yeah, you can hold up the sauce to the TikTok filter and you can see pictures of BTS eating fries or whatever. I did not know that. Um, But whatever makes you happy. I I, I agree with this person. It's very stupid. But just BTS in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think what annoyed me about, like, I feel as though having a meal, like the actual idea of a BTS meal is super cool because, like, obviously their fans do a lot for them so it's cool whatever but what annoyed me was seeing like clips especially on tiktok of i don't know if all of them are army mm-hmm. but fans going to um mcdonald's and playing like dynamite no I at the drive-in a, oh I just, thought, I just thought it was a meme i didn't know think... the amount of people that done it they'll be like you know what i'm here for and then play dynamite i would quit on the spot i would quit I guess there was a few Travis Scott fans that did this where they will play at the beginning of Sicko Mode. Okay. Like, oh, you know what I'm here for. And they'll be like, Meh! And they're just like, okay. But I feel like they weren't that serious about it. They just knew it was a joke. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't comment on that because I personally haven't seen that. I've just I've... seen like jokey things. Like, yeah. Oh, but, um, the ones I saw were not jokes. Um, damn. And I think I saw one video and, like, a girl got angry because they wouldn't give her, like, the BTS bag. They just gave her a normal bag. Oh, gosh. You're going to throw it out. When I tell you, I don't know. I think the fu- Okay, I think the funniest TikTok I saw on this subject of the BTS meal was, like, some McDonald's staff. And they were, like, laughing, saying, like, when someone's rude to them and they give them, like, a regular bag instead of the BTS bag. <laughs> Okay, so our next unpopular opinion is there should be a limit to how many comebacks a group can do each year. Ducks to cover. <laughs> don't worry, I don't think anyone's going to do anything to you. It's, it's okay, sweetie. I think your you're okay. opinion is it's quite mild. It's fine. Yeah. We, we, we got you. Leave this person alone. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I don't really hate the amount of comebacks people have. Yeah, maybe. Whether that's, yeah. Whether that's like 2,500 or if that's... <laughs> The only thing I have when it's not enough. Yeah. So when it's like one comeback, Blackpink, um, <laughs> it's like they have only seven songs. Then it's like, you're not giving what you should have gave. <laughs> oh, so my. maybe when there should be a limit, maybe there should be like a minimum. Uh, yeah, because I, I don't think I've ever been like, oh my gosh, this X group or X artist keeps having comebacks. I'm usually like, oh, like, where are they? 
for me, it's not about the amount of comebacks. It's how that particular comeback is promoted. Like, if mm, the promotion yeah. time is valid. Because, like, sometimes there'll be groups and they've had, like, a whole comeback and I had no idea. And then our last unpopular opinion is most concepts done today are just rehashes of each other. There's not much diversity as there used to be. Yeah, I kind of agree. I feel like I've said this before. Yeah. There's certain... I'm not going to single groups or artists out but there's certain groups they kind of merge into one they could swap songs and i wouldn't know that they swapped songs <laughs> i feel like they tried to cover this with the flashy mvs and the flashy stages and this extra choreography that sometimes at the end of the day it's just extra <laughs> the mm. song itself is just if I if, if I had to just listen to the song my eyes closed, weren't able to perform it, I wouldn't be able to see your face, the stage. Mm. I'm just gonna be like, isn't didn't they release this before? Or didn't <laughs> XYZ just release this song? Like as I said previously, I feel like there's a few a lot of groups that don't have their unique colour. Mm, not yet. Yeah, I would agree with that to some extent. And I guess we've covered this on like previous episodes. Me back in the day, like if you were talking to like 2015 2014 Shay I was listening to K-pop all day every day whereas now I might have like the odd few songs on my playlist because I also find and it isn't all groups and maybe I'm not digging deep enough because I don't listen to like albums I might listen to the title track and hear a track from the eyeball um can't English and hear a track from the album like by chance but I found I find like a lot of songs and it isn't all groups or all artists I'm not going to say any names but some of them are just like very loud yes noise music yeah this isn't for me I hope it's for someone but sometimes it's just noise do you think as us because do you think we're just spoiled now in terms of k-pop it's very accessible now whereas before you have to go down the alleys and wait two weeks for <laughs> translations <laughs> i don't know because i don't know even though like life wasn't as easy back in the day i i don't know i just feel like it was giving something different to what it was giving and maybe mm. i'm not listening to other tracks because obviously title tracks are typically just the songs that are gonna be very popular or very catchy so maybe i'm not listening to enough albums in their entirety but the thing is in your defense as well the title track is meant to somewhat entice you to want to listen mm. to the rest of the album yeah otherwise what's the point point? and also i think a lot of it's down to i don't know if like the pandemic has had like its hands in it as well mm. i'm feeling like very disconnect with the live shows as well yeah so I feel like I used to watch a lot of performances and sometimes when like a group or an artist, they may perform like a B-side track that make, might make me want to, you know, listen to more mm. of their album. Whereas now I'm kind of like you, it's kind of like if I stumble upon it, then yeah, but I'm not going to go out my way to. That's the end of Say What. So if you have any unpopular opinions, stories or dilemmas or requests that you guys want us to look into or read on the show, please feel free to send them to halutea at gmail.com or drop us a DM on socials. And now it's time for On The Radar. So this uh-uh, one girl. Mm-mm. It's not. Is it not? No. You gotta re- reply. This, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I'll take it from here, girl. Okay. Go um, on. so if you guys remember 
why am I talking in, in a weird accent? So if you guys remember a couple episodes ago, it was called My Cousin is a Kariabu or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Go and check that out. So basically we got a dilemma and she said that her cousin is a Kariabu. She created fake like Asian Instagram accounts. She can still play into this idea that she's half Korean. Bear in mind she's fully white because her oh cousin God. is the one that wrote in. And with one of these fake Asian Instagram accounts that she created, she started catfishing this girl that she knew, but they're not friends like that. So she didn't know how to go about it. So if you want more information, I suggest just go and listen to that episode. Uh, so this person that we've decided to call Lucy, she decided to write back to us so this is her response and we'll basically react to the response unfortunately we did try to do this with tasha Mm. but technical difficulties so lucy she actually did hear this and we'll say what she said about this at the end but anyway she writes hey guys and tasha if you're able to make it back i really didn't expect my letter to be read i was shocked this probably wasn't the response you were expecting, but the girl my cousin was slash is catfishing actually heard the episode and inboxed me and she asked if I had written into the show. She said she had kind of felt it was a catfish as she was scrolling through TikTok and the guy she was meant to be talking to came upon her for you page with a different name, different Instagram. And he lives in America. She said she discovered this about two weeks ago prior to hearing the letter read out. And she did her own investigations with the Instagram page. Mm -hmm. She seemed hurt at first, but she said she's going to use the adrenaline to help take my cousin down. But honestly, I know she's a mess and I love her. So I don't think I would take her down publicly. As I said before, I was blocked on Instagram, so I thought instead of blasting my cousin on the internet, I would pay my aunt a visit and try and talk to her at my aunt's house. Unfortunately, she wasn't in, so instead I told my cousin, I mean, I told my aunt the situation. My aunt actually laughed, but I feel like she was embarrassed. I don't want to go too into things, but a lot of things are happening in my cousin's household at the moment. So this is another reason why I wouldn't take it to the internet out of respect for my aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. My aunt suggests that I speak to her first. And if she doesn't come clean and tell people the truth and change, then I can do what needs to be done. I decided with the consent from my aunt to give her a month. If she doesn't delete her Instagrams, tell people the truth, then my aunt, the girl that she catfished, and myself have planned together people where we invite all her closest friends to force her to speak the truth. Her catfish will also be present. The catfish has decided to still play along until then so we can keep an eye on her socials, but hopefully this will be her wake-up call. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast, otherwise I am screwed. But if she is, I hope this gives her a heads up so she can change without my initial push. Thanks again for making me laugh, Lucy. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. We are basically saying this is an amazing idea. <laughs> yeah. We want to be present. Mm-hmm. 
Zoom us we, in. Zoom us in. Tasha says the same thing. Zoom us in. Um, yeah, we just feel like this is a genius idea. I'm quite upset that we didn't think about this ourselves. But on a serious note, she needs some sort of therapy, some talk to... I don't want to diagnose people, so let yeah. me like, retract that statement. But there's obviously something missing. So hopefully after you have that initial talk with her, that you won't have to do the... As much as we'll be entertained by it, at the end of the day, this is... As I think Tasha said this as well. This is someone's... This is your real life. This is yeah, exactly. her real life. Yeah. So hopefully, whether she listens to this or whether she, whether you talk to her as well, that from that point, she can find things out. Just, yeah, exactly. I just feel like if you have this conversation with her, as much as, you know, we're like upset and outraged that, you know, she's using someone else's race as a costume, essentially. Yeah, that's a serious thing that your words can get to her and she fully understands. And I think another thing that Tasha said was, how does your aunt feel that she's basically disregard, not even your aunt, your uncle, because I get, you said you related to the cousin on your on her father's side. Like, how does yeah. your uncle feel that she's basically disregarding his heritage, like your heritage? There's a lot to break down. I'd be, I'd be so upset if my future child or even like family member was just like yeah i'm this and i'm like no you're not <laughs> just just be who you are like it's it's not like especially if you don't have to experience the struggles that these people of color that you're claiming to be experience and you just sort of want the glitz and the glams and the cuteness of it that, that's that's not it's very it's very disrespectful it is but yeah that's say what if you want to send any of your dilemmas hot tea stories games i don't know pictures of your cat <laughs> send it to our email howutea at gmail.com that's howutea at gmail.com if it is a dilemma i will say send it to our email but if it's like an unpopular opinion you can still send it but we don't mind if it's in the DMs. But our DMs are a bit messy. Yeah. So, but we'll try. <laughs> so now it's time for On The Radar. And this is where me and Shanice are going to give you a rundown of whatever we've been listening to, watching, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? This is not necessarily new, but I've just been rinsing NCT Dreams hot sauce. <laughs> because I'm it's so it, done. It bangs. And I've really been rinsing Tamir's advice because oh. it bangs. And the way he just dances and moves his body, it's like, it's just art. It's literally art. But the thing is that I'm looking forward to that I haven't watched is EXO's new MV. Mm -hmm. I think it's called Don't Fight the Feeling. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking Oh, nice. Um, for me on my radar, I actually watched EXO's music video earlier. Almost cried. It was too much. I wasn't ready. I don't. I wasn't ready. Um, so go watch it or listen to it. I think it was just weird to see everyone again. It feels like it's been forever. I don't yes. even. When was their last comeback? Even I have no idea. Twenty nineteen, I think. Jesus. Um. Yeah, but everyone's there. Lay even made a little cameo. Then they done like their SM CGI witchcraft and they were all on screen at the same time at one point. <laughs> and I was like, okay, come through. Um, 
But yeah, and no, I think that and I think that's all that's been on my radar. There's probably other stuff, but I can't remember right now. But um, yes, uh, NCT in general. Um, life update. I think I'm whatever TXT call their fans. I don't know oh, what they I can't call their what fans. Their fandom name is. I can't remember. But I have such a deep desire to bark in concert. Girl, okay, we're ending this here. Um, <laughs> uh, no, bark within reason is part of the chorus. <laughs> I'm just like, I think it's like, what is the song? Like cat and dog or something? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but you're just saying that just, it's very wild. <laughs> yeah, out of, out of context. I know how this looks. Um, but you know, that song goes so hard. I don't know. I just love TXT in general. I don't know their vibes, beautiful gowns. They're doing the do's. So yeah. And that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening to How You At You. And remember that you can send any of your unpopular opinions, stories, dilemmas or requests to hallut at gmail.com. Yes. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media at How You At You on Twitter and Instagram. I've been Shalise from Kpop Box. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at Kpopbox underscore. Yes, and I've been Shay from the Kway. You can follow me on Instagram at the Kway underscore 100 and then find everything else from there. Yes. And until <laughs> next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.